Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the four-game CSGO main set on Wednesday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, and fantasy sports sites, esports, including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one, Counter-Strike CSGO. Also, again, I just want to say thank you guys for all support. We're at 3.4 thousand subscribers. The easiest way to support me, since this is all free content right now, is just like the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Those things really do help me out to continue to grow this channel. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcast, um, we'll greatly appreciate if you could leave a five-star rating and review. Um, but with that all out of the way, let's jump into the video. So uh, before we get into players and their prices for this four-game slate, and again, we have another nice-sized tournament here in DraftKings, 20K to first. So uh, keep entering these contests, guys, because DraftKings is going to continue to raise these price or these price pools. So really, really nice that we have a nice, uh, a good size tournament here. Um, but yeah, let's look back my lineup here from uh, Tuesday slate. So Tuesday went pretty well for me, and I, I went a little bit contrarian. So um, I, I played the chalk, the three man G two stack. You know, I mentioned playing at least two of those guys for a cash game setting. I want the full three man stack. I know again they are a little bit. A frustrating team, right? They can be up and down, but that thankfully they they did beat a Movistar Riders, and all three were pretty good. With Hunter, Nexa, and Amanek. Amanek for value, right? I think he was six, yeah, six point two k. Hunter and Nexa were pretty good as well. Um, I used Nico as more of a contrarian play. I knew I was paying, I was overpaying for him, but I, you know that lowered his ownership, right? He was only twenty six percent owned uh, in this tournament, so I, I, I will take that, right? He had an okay day, right? They did lose two zero, but sixty eight fantasy points for Nico, not terrible, right? Probably wanted a little bit more, but still, I'll take it. And then I want the 200 Thieves guys with Jakeem uh, and JKS. So um, that was a really close series, the 100 Thieves uh, and Liquid game. It was a 2-1 game. Uh, Liquid did win, end up winning the end, but no one really had like a, a huge performance. I think NAF probably had the biggest score on Liquid, but it was kind of a balanced attack from everyone in that game. So, yeah, Jakeem, not, not, nothing special, but he was only 6.2K in the flex spot. So, pretty decent day, 55 and 59, had a 1v3, 3-4 killers in there. So, yeah, I was probably I probably wanted a little bit more, but for his price, he was way too cheap. And then JKS was uh, actually decently popular on the slate at 7.2K at 64 fancy points. Again, not bad. So, um, all in all, it, it was a good day for me at cash in both my tournaments. Again, I... I keep saying this to myself, but I need to, to start playing cash games again, at least for CSGO, because this $33 tournament, uh, I made the cash, and I only profited $17 when there's, what, 400, almost five, there's almost five, sorry, almost 500, 424 entries, so, yeah, I mean, I was up there, um, definitely, I know I keep saying this to myself, but I should start entering some, some cash games as well. Uh, but again, you know, this wasn't really a cash game lineup, so then you get into that scenario too, so it's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, all in all, again, good day for me, uh, cashed, uh, in both, uh, the big tournament and this $33 tournament, so cannot complain at all. Let's see if we can keep it going for Wednesday's slate. So again, we have a nice size tournament here, um, 20k to first. Uh, let's first look at the odds here. So, uh, the OG Vitality game, not on the on the main slate. It's kind of annoying that DraftKings doesn't include the, the early games. They should at least have early slate, maybe. Um, but, yeah, that, that game's not on the, on the main slate. We do have Fnatic versus Big. Big coming in, only minus 156 favorites. Um, 
I think that's about right. Maybe even Big should be slightly more favorites or favorited uh, because they've been playing so well. FaZe and Movistar Riders, FaZe has really limped into this one, losing, what, I think the last five games? Four of the last five games. Um, so, yeah, they have not been in good form at all. Luckily, they do have an easier match against Movistar Riders, but should they be minus 500 here? Mm, I don't think so, the way they've been playing. Now, yeah, I'm definitely going to prefer the FaZe side, but maybe for a betting man, a betting man, maybe lay a little bit of money in Movistar Riders because we've seen... A lot of big upsets happened in CSGO recently. Um, and then we have Ents versus G2. G2 minus 179 favorites. I think I, I agree with that line. I think G2 should be favorites, but not huge favorites. Um, and then we have EG versus Genji. EG coming at minus 270 favorites. Um, I think that looks about right. EG's been in really good form. They've won the last four games and against good teams. Furia, MIBR. Um, they've really, really been playing well. Or Genji, kind of struggling. They have won, I believe, the last couple games. But before that, they were not in the best form. Um, but yeah, that's really the look uh, or the breakdown there of the odds. So now let's talk about the first game here. We have Fnatic versus uh, Big. On the Fnatic side, let's just take a look at the prices here. So I'll just say before, I guess, I break down the slate, there are a lot of plays that really stand out like guys are severely underpriced so yeah it's a good thing but it's also uh those guys are going to eat up a lot of ownership and i'll talk about them so um brawl on at 9k flush at 7.8 and crims 7k clearly the guy that stands out to me is crims um you know a lot of the times those top three guys will be priced close to the same price and now you get a 2k difference with crims and brawl on and almost a $1,000 difference with Crims and Flusha. Yeah, Crims is definitely my favorite play on the Fnatic side, but he's also going to be the most popular. Um, Brolon, again, coming at 9K, I think he makes for an interesting contrarian play on this slate because they're underdogs. He's, you could argue, maybe a little bit overpriced or priced right, whereas you have a lot of guys underpriced on the slate. Um, so, yeah, I do have interest in Brolon. Again, he's a... A very, very aggressive player. Looking at his stats, he has good stats. 0.76 kills round, 0.67 deaths round. He definitely has the most upside in this team. But if we're just talking about you know the optimal play, it's definitely Crims at 7K. 0.69 kills round, 0.65 deaths round. I'll take that discount all day. Uh, Flusha coming in at 0.67 and 0.66. So Flusha has worse numbers than Crims, and it's almost $1,000 more. So yeah, uh, for cash games, it's definitely Crims for me that stands out here on the Fnatic side. I think you could probably still play, play Brolon on cash, but it, it's a little bit risky. I think he's priced about right where you have some other guys on the slate. Very, very underpriced. I think Crims is one of those guys. He is a little, like, he's probably about $500 to $1,000 too cheap. So I do like Crims a good amount. Um, I think, you know, if I wasn't going to go Fnatic stack, it probably would be Crims Brolon. I don't think I would do a three-man stack. So those are probably the two guys I consider the most. Flusha as a contrarian option, sure, but um, I would just much prefer spending down on Crims or even paying a little bit more for Brolon, to be honest. Golden at 5.4 is a stay away. I think he's only really someone I consider when I'm confident Fnatic can win 2-0. Their underdogs, big, have been in great form, so I'm not going to consider him. JW at 6.2. Again, is he in play? Yeah, I think he is. I mean, that's that's a decent price for him, actually. For his numbers, 0.66 and 0.65 kills per round, deaths per round, they're actually pretty similar to Crims, so I take that back. I think JW actually is a pretty decent play, and he's up there with Crims. I would just prefer Crims, so yeah, maybe the cash game plays for their prices are, are Crims and JW. 
um, if if you want to consider underdogs and cash games, right? I, I think it's still pot. I think you can still look to underdogs and cash games as long as they're not huge underdogs. Um, so that's kind of my breakdown there. The Fanatic side, it'll probably be again Crims JW for cash game plays, but I do like Brolin as contrarian GPP play. Flusha will personally probably be a stay away for me. Now let's talk about the big side, and yeah, here's one of the enormous missed prices on this slate. Pretty clear, right? Tabson coming in at 6.8k. What? What? That's what I'm saying. There's there's guys on the slate that are severely underpriced. Tabson is one of them. Like he is, you could argue two thousand dollars underpriced right now. So God love him, right? Cash games, he is going to be the ultimate chalk. He's going to be super popular. Even GPPs, everyone is going to play him, but for good reason. Again, he is just way, way too cheap. Look at his numbers. He had a great game last game, too. 0.75 kills per round, 0.64 deaths per round. At 6.8K, they're favorites. They've been in amazing form. Besides a one slip-up against OG, I think they have I want to say, well, maybe the last nine of the last ten games. Um, and he's coming in at under 7K, and his numbers are, are that, a 1.20 rating, 2.0, 0.75 kills from 0.64 desperate. Not a whole lot of bad things to say, right? So cash games, I think you just plug and play and move on, to be honest. GPP's even a great play. Now, again, the ownership is going to be very, very high in Tapson, so... Maybe you get to Zantras, or maybe you pay more for Searson, right? If you want it to get really different, or you could you could again go uh, a big stack. Maybe play Tapson with one of those top guys. Those are the top two guys. Now Searson and Zantras, Searson eight point eight, Zantras at seven point eight. Um, it's pretty close because if they're evenly priced, I would definitely lean Searson. But we have about a thousand dollars difference, so I think I'm going to prefer Zantras coming in. Also in really good form, 0.77 kills per round, 0.61 deaths per round. Searson, great numbers, 2.75 and 0.7. Really, this whole team, because they've been playing so well, their stats are, are definitely a little bit boosted. But, um, yeah, those top three guys I like a lot. And Tabson, for sure, is the clear optimal play of those three. But I think you can play at least two of those guys if you want to in cash games. Now, Tyson and Quito are, are again, normally guys I, I don't consider too much, but because big of them playing so well, these guys' stats are, are pretty decent. And they've had games where they've been pretty good as well. Tyson has decent numbers, right? 0.63 kills per round, 0.59 deaths per round. Keto coming in at 0.65 and 0.64. So both those guys are positive. Both are really cheap, 6K and 5.2K respectively. I think all five of the big guys are in play in this league. I really think you can play any of these five guys. And any of the five in cash games, too, because of how well they've been playing because those bottom three guys are really cheap. So, yeah, all in all, basically the recap here is I really like big. They're going to be very popular, but I think for good reason. Next, let's talk about G2 versus X. So G2 just had a nice win there against Movistar Riders. Uh, they won 2-1. Um, this one, you know, I think two pretty evenly matched teams. I know G2 are favorites, but uh, I think this one could go either way. G2 has a slight advantage historically against Entz 9-5. So, um, let's now look at the prices here for the G2 guys. So, you have Hunter at 8.4, Nux at 7.6. And again, here's another huge mispricing on DraftKings part. Kenny S, 6.8K. He was, that last slate, What he was 8.8. Hunter was 8.5, I think, and Nux was 8.2. So, they dropped Kenny S's 
price 2000 and their favorites? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? So this is what I'm saying. There's a lot of clear plays on this, at least for cash games. Uh, Kenny S is another one of those guys. He is, I think, $1,500, $2,000 too cheap. So got to love Kenny S there at that price point. With him with the op, with them being favorites, with the end struggling, yeah, Kenny S is one of my favorite plays of the day as well. That is just way, way too cheap. Again, he's got pretty good numbers here, 0.69 kills from 0.62 desk round. Um, they're coming in as favorites. Again, I know I mentioned that, but really like Kenny S there. Hunter 8.4 and next at 7.6K. That's close with who I preferred next. Um, Hunter seems priced about right, but he's just someone I really like playing. Now, the the public like play, likes playing him as well. He is always popular, kind of no matter what his price is. So I know he's you know maybe a little bit overpriced or priced about right, but he's still going to get a good amount of ownership. Now, Kenny S should be more popular, in my opinion, but I think Hunter will definitely be the next highest-owned guy on G2. Um, but don't forget about Nexa. Again, he's, I talk about it a lot, but he's always the guy that flies under the radar on this team. Um, yeah, sure. Hunter has the best numbers, and he's the most aggressive player. But Nexa, not bad as well, right? 0.7 kills round, 0.65 desk round. That's pretty good for a guy at 7.4K, or 7.6K. So he's someone that's going to go, in my opinion, virtually unowned because everyone's going to play Kenny Ass. People are going to have maybe a little bit money left over. They might just go up to Hunter, right? So Nexa's is going to be the forgotten man. Jax at 6K and Amanek at 5.2, I think are also in play here. Um, both are, are decent value options, right? Uh, you have Jax at 0.66, Hillsprong at 0.68, Despron, Amanek at 0.61 and 0.63. So both pretty close to 1.0 KD the last three months. And G2 are favorites. And you have a 6K price for Jax and a 5.2K price for Amanek. So I think those guys are in play as well for value. Again, kind of like the big side, I think you can make an argument for any of these G2 guys. Now let's talk about the end side. So, um, did they, what is going on here for DraftKings? Um, oh, did, is Jampy now back on the team? That must have, hold on, because Seven was playing that game today, but now it's Jampy? Um, okay, I would have to confirm that, but it looks like he is. He's back on the roster here for ends. I'm not really sure what happened there. I guess I should have looked into that. Um, but because seven played really well today, but that's another story. Um, all right, let's talk about, let's talk about ads. Let's talk about the price here. So we have a Lou at 8.6 K. I think he makes for an interesting GPP contrarian option. Kind of like he's in the, he's in the range with Brolon, right? He's priced about right. Maybe slightly overpriced. They're underdogs. Ads have been struggling recently. So sure. Maybe Lou doesn't stand out as the optimal play here, but He's someone that, that can put up big numbers. And G2, again, is a very inconsistent team. I would not be surprised if Ents came out and win and won this game. I would not be surprised if Ents came out and won 2-0, right? Because G2, they can play to the level of competition. They're just a very inconsistent team. They choke a lot. So I have some interest in loop as a contrarian option. Again, he's going to go virtually unknown on the slate as well because there's so many mispricings. No one's going to play a Lou, right? You're going to First of all, most people are, a lot of people are going to play Kenny S. For that reason alone, People don't like playing players on both sides. That's just going to make the end side very low-owned. I don't mind getting to Lou. I think you could play a Lou and Kenny S together in a lineup, right? That's a way to differentiate yourself for GPPs. Jampy at 7.6K is probably a stay away for that price. Um, again, he hasn't played the last few games here with Ents. Um, and I'm not even 100%. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to be playing. I'm not 100% certain. Um, but yeah, he'll, he'll be someone I'll stay away from. 
Sergey, Sonny, Ariel are honestly probably stay aways from me too. Like, if I get to this end side, it's probably going to only be a Lou. Um, not sure. Anything can happen, right? Ents could win this one 2-0. But I just don't have a whole lot of confidence in these guys besides a Lou. So it's probably a Lou for me, and that's about it. Next, let's talk about the Movistar Riders versus FaZe game. So, again, we have the FaZe, the biggest FaZe of the day, but I don't necessarily agree with that because they've been really in bad form. They've lost four of the last five, and all four of those have been in 0-2 fashion. So, um, let's start with the Movistar Riders side. I think, kind of like Entz, there's one guy and one guy only for me, and that's going to be Alex at 8.2K, and he's in the range of Brolon, Alu. Priced about right, is going to go on unowned, or virtually unowned on the site. But he is the guy that has the most upside in this team. He can put this team on his back. And his back. FaZe have really been struggling. We know everyone, everyone's going to play FaZe, right? They're the biggest favorites, minus 500. People are going to load up on FaZe. Alex is probably going to be 5% owned. So I like him as a GPP contrarian play. But honestly, other than that, everyone else here is probably a stay away. Sure, if you, if you made me pick, it would be lol, but I'm not going to do it. So I think it's only Alex for me as a one-off uh, contrarian option. On the phase side, for cash games, I think you've got to really like this team, especially Nico at 9.2. His price dropped about $1,000. They're the biggest favorites of the day. Again, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, too. So Nico, like Tapson, like Kenny S, is one of my favorite plays uh, of the slate uh, for sure. Um, I think he really stands out. Again, he's going to be very popular. So if you want to get different, you could look to some of these other phase guys. But, um, yeah, Nico really does look good here with them being the biggest favorites. Um, he's, yeah, uh, obviously the best player on this team. Good numbers of 0.77 kills on 0.67 dash pounds. So really like Nico there at that price. Uh, don't know why DraftKings lowered his price that much when they're the biggest favorites. Broke and Cold Zera continue to, to kind of struggle. I mean, this whole team has been struggling. Um, 8K for Brokey, 7.2 for Cold. I think there's okay prices. I would prefer Cold to Brokey, but still, neither of those guys are, I, you know, I've been recommending them a couple of times, and they're just not coming through. Now, you know, again, they're the biggest series of the day here, so I think you've got to have some, some interest in these guys. I would definitely, I would probably say Cold Zero is my second favorite play on this on this phase side, but Rain is close at 6.2K. I might even prefer Rain to Cold. I don't know, it's a close call. Cold has better numbers the last three months, right? 0.68 kills from 0.63 deaths round. But Rain, not too far off, and has been in pretty good form recently. 0.66 kills from 0.69 deaths round for a phase team that's been struggling. Rain has looked decent. And you get about a thousand, you get a thousand dollar difference there, almost two thousand dollar difference in him and Brokey. So I think I would rank my plays here in phase. Definitely Nico one. Rain probably two. Cold zeros close three. Um B minus have 5.4. And he's just, he's such an inconsistent, he's just a GPP play for me. I would not even consider him from, from cash. I don't think, I, I know that the biggest saves of the day, and that's normally where I would go to, to get some value, but uh, I don't know. I guess you could consider him for cash games. It's just, he's such an, he does have a low floor, right? If he's playing well, he, he can put up a pretty nice score, but he's not playing well. We've seen some very, very low scores from BMOS, but yeah, again, they're the biggest players of the day, so I think you can consider him as a cheap option. Um, all in all, again, this face team is going to be very popular. I think people will definitely play probably at least two face guys tomorrow in their lineup. So if you want to get different, maybe only use one face guy 
Or maybe just fade this game in general and hope Movistar Riders wins, right? Or maybe just use Alex as a one-off. So, but that's like a GPP strategy for cash games. It's definitely Nico, Cold, Rain would be my top three uh, plays there on phase. Lastly, we have Genji versus EG. Again, this one, uh, we have EG coming in at minus 270 favorites. I think I agree with that because EG have been in great form, kind of like big. They have really, really been playing well. Genji, they have won last two games, which is good. Um, so they've been in decent form as well. But uh, I think that this EG team is more talented. I think they're the better team. Um, but let's talk about the price here on Genji. So we have Ben Tent at 8K, Kusta at 7.2, Automatic at 6.4K. So again, Normally, we see those three guys priced about the same. Now we're getting a huge difference here with Kusa and Bentent, with Automatic and Bentent. So um, when those guys are priced the same, I usually go Bentent, Kusta, Automatic. But now we're getting huge, huge price discounts, right? So Automatic is definitely my favorite play here on the Gen G side at 6.4K. Um, it's him, Bentent, Kusta that have the most upside in this team. Automatic, 0.68. Kelsron, 0.65. Despron, Kusta, 0.7 and 0.7. Ben 10.7 and 0.68. So all three pretty similar, but when the prices are, are that big of a difference, right, I'm just going to prefer automatic the most. So it's going to be automatic, Kusta, Benton for the prices. That's how I'd rank them on the Gen G side. Daps is stay away. Some probably stay away too for me. I wouldn't even consider them because EG's been in, in really, really good form. Now, um, I think you could even consider automatic as a one off, right? He's someone that will go pretty low owned. I think he is underpriced, but you just have better plays in the slate, right? You have Taps in 6.8K, and you have Kenny S at 6.8K. You have Nico at like 9.2. Those are three guys that are going to be very, very popular and eat up a lot of ownership tomorrow. Let's talk about the EG side. And two guys that, that really stand out to me on this on the side of the game are, are Cirque and Breeze. And Cirque, again, I, I've been talking about a lot, kind of. Honestly, like uh, Blame F, he's been in amazing form. Really, really been playing well. Really been looking good to op. Not like the, the best overall numbers, but pretty good. 0.71 kills from 0.64 Despron. You have Breeze at 0.73 and 0.65. So when those guys are priced about the same, or Breeze is even more expensive, I prefer Cirque. Now you're getting an $800 difference. So if you're just going to make me pick one, I'm actually going to go Breeze, even though Cirque's been playing, you could argue, better. But, uh, yeah, I will take a price discount on a Breeze if you're going to make me pick one. I think playing both those guys is not a bad strategy at all. Again, EG have been really, really playing well. Um, they've won the last four games against good teams. Furia, 2-1. MIBR, 2-0. Furia, 2-1. And Liquid, 2-0. Those are three of the better teams in CSGO, and they have been uh, just destroying them. So, Cirque, I like. Breeze, I like. I would probably rank them Breeze, then Cirque. Now, the other options on this team... For their respective prices, I think are in play, yeah, because of how well EG have been playing. Ethan at 6.6K has flash upside. He is definitely the number three on this team, but he can have games where he will carry this roster. 0.67 kills pound, 0.67 deaths pound. I just think because FaZe are the biggest favorites of the day that they're going to eat up a lot of ownership. So guys like Cold, guys like Rain will be very popular, kind of in that in that uh, what mid-6K to 7K range. So for that reason alone, Ethan's going to go low-owned. If that's the way you want to get different, maybe you want to go, uh, you know, play Ethan over either cold or rain, right? So I, I don't mind that at all. Um, and then Tariq and Stanislaw, for their respective prices, I think are in play as well for value. Tariq 5.6 and Stanislaw 4.8K. Those are really cheap prices. 
Tariq doesn't have terrible stats. 0.66 sales round, 0.7 dust round, Stanislav, 0.58 and 0.64. So those guys look okay for their prices. If, I'm, if you're going to make them pick one of those really cheap guys, it's going to be Stanislav for about the $800 difference or discount. Um, so let's now uh, give a brief uh, overview of the slate if I was playing cash games. So for a cash game setting for captain, who would be guys who consider I think it's pretty simple to me. It's Nico, Tabson, and Kenny S. I think those are the th- clear-cut top plays of the slate. I think you can consider Breeze, too, for his price point. I think those four guys for cash game, ca- for captains at least, those are probably the four I would consider. And those are four guys that are, again, going to be very popular. Um, I think you could make an argument for some of those other phase guys since they're the biggest favorites, right, like a cold or a rain. But, again, phase have really been struggling. Um for GPPs, um, so how I go about uh, building a GPP lineup, I know I talk about this in almost every video, but if you're new to the channel, again, I always want to bring this up, is I like playing a lot of the chalk, and chalk is chalk for a good reason, right? So I'll probably play a lot of those chalky plays, but maybe get different in one spot, or maybe get different in two spots, right? Maybe I'll use a one-off like an Alu, or a Brolon, or a Crims, or an Alex, right? Or even automatic looks pretty decent as uh, you know for his price. So um, yeah, honestly, again, I'm probably gonna play all three of those chalky guys I mentioned in Tabson, in Nico, in Kenny S because they're just way too cheap. Um, maybe I'll look to get different in one spot or two. Um, but um, yeah, I think that's really going to do it for today's video, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I really appreciate it. If you like this video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. Um, yeah, those three things do really help me out, guys, to continue to put out free content for you guys every single day. Um, if you guys are interested in PGA content, I did just upload my video for the Rocket Mortgage Challenge. Also, tweeted out my spreadsheet with a bunch of good stats, um, course history, um, Vegas odds, strokes gain rankings. So if you guys are interested in that, uh, just follow me on Twitter. It's in the description below, DK underscore underscore DFS. Uh, but thanks again for having coming to check out this video. Hope you guys all have a great day, and I will see you all in the next one.